follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. So, Happy New Year. It's that time again. I can't believe it is. I know time flies by, as usual. And now it's just, you know, we're ringing in 2016 and saying goodbye to 2015. And with that being said, you're probably wondering, do you have a guest today? I don't, just myself. So we get a little bit of time to chat and talk about the year, basically, kind of like a reflection period. And uh, it's been so exciting this year, um, just with all the guests that I've had and all of the opportunities that I've gone into and the more people that I've been connected with. And of course, you know, doing the fame game, what I love to do. And, you know, just kind of evolving that brand and, as you know, just getting one step further with that. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed your new year. And I definitely enjoyed mine. Uh, Some of the exciting things that I'm going to be talking about to you today is, you know, again, just that reflection period and kind of what's happened uh, after the last few months and a little bit more into, you know, what's going to be happening in 2016. So with that being said, um, one of the biggest things that happened to me um, earlier this December was actually that I was accepted into ASU Walter Cronkite, which is just so exciting for me because I've talked about this on my show, I'm pretty sure multiple years ago. It's very possible. I know that um, at one point in time, I think this was like two years ago, almost a year and a half, maybe I was on Marty Manning's show and he had asked me, where would you like to go to college? And at the time I was like, you know, I think I want to go to ASU Walter Cronkite. And so I've kind of known this for a little while that I wanted to go into this school. But of course, you have to wait until your senior year to actually apply to college and everything. And so finally, that time came this year and I was like, all right, well, we're just going to throw the application in there and see what happens. And so it was kind of nerve wracking for me because I'm a very anxious person. So as soon as I submit an application, I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to get in or not? And I just constantly like sat there thinking that for multiple weeks on end. And I was like, okay, Maddie, you have to realize that these applications take time to process. And it's just not a very quick thing. And plus two, I had initially actually wanted to do the early admissions application and I ended up missing the deadline for that so I was like oh no now I'm not going to find out like forever and so it was only like a week or two afterwards that I actually ended up submitting my application and to my surprise it actually did not take that long at all to hear back which was really great because that saved me from again being anxious for like an additional two months but it was so exciting to get that acceptance letter in December and just to know that, you know, not only did I get accepted to ASU, but actually Walter Cronkite itself because ASU is broken up into different schools and some of them are like law school or the School of Kinesiology, um, just like liberal arts, anything like that. And journalism is one of them as well. And those are downtown, I believe, all of them. And so the fact that I was accepted into the downtown campus is really nice because I have toured there before, and it is much smaller than the Tempe campus, which is actually called the main campus. And I don't know, I just, I like the feel of downtown. Like, it's very businessy, and I like that. But then at the same time, it's a lot of fun. And again, the whole small factor really isn't that small because they do accept thousands of students, and there are thousands of students that go there. But coming from a school with 6th through 12th grade with a little bit over 700 kids, it's still a really big jump for me. So even if there was like a few thousand instead of tens of thousands, I'm pretty sure I would see that as a big school anyways. So the fact that I'm getting into the downtown, I think it's just a perfect fit and I'm very excited. And I can't wait to explore some of the things that I get to do there. Like I've heard that you can do Newswatch as I've talked about with Chelsea Davis in the past. And she was saying that in your junior year, you can go ahead and do Newswatch. And it's actually basically a small television program, like a news program. And it's on Channel 8 here, I believe, with PBS in Arizona. And 
the students take over. They do the production, post-production. They do on-camera work. They do all the editing. You name it. It's all student-ran and led. And I really like that aspect, too, because not only, of course, do I want to go into, like, you know, the news anchoring side of things because that's ultimately what I'd want to do. But it's just a really great program that you can actually get involved with before you actually do the real thing. And I think that's important is to have that practice beforehand or at least to kind of, you know, get your feet wet a little bit because sometimes you may find out that, wow, I'm actually pretty good at post-production. Maybe I should do this. You know, it just, it takes time and you have to try it out before you know. And that's kind of one of the things that I grew up learning. My mom always wanted me to try everything. Like I've done karate before, which is not my thing, by the way. And I've tried dance. And again, I was pretty good for a while, but then I stopped and then I found singing and I was like, you know, I don't think I'm that good of a dancer. But I tried it out at least. I can say that I tried it. I did guitar for a while too. And as much as I love guitar, it was just hard for me to stick with it. It was always like singing that stuck, radio that stuck, the pageants that stuck, the modeling that stuck, like performing arts, and then like acting and everything that stuck. And so when you find something that sticks, it just kind of sticks with you and that's kind of who you are. So I think that's a cool little thing to, you know, kind of look at as an example, if you know what I mean. But I am excited, so I can't wait to do fall 2016. That's actually when I'm going to be starting my classes. So I have a little bit of time left. Of course, I have to graduate in May. And that's also one of the other things I was going to talk about is that I'm graduating in May, which seems a little unreal, as I've said before, just because of the fact that people always tell you that high school is going to go by so fast, so fast, like it's just in a blink of an eye, you know, it's going to be the end. And I was always one of those people that were like, no, it's not. I feel like it's taking forever. Like I'm literally like still a freshman. And then now I'm a senior and I'm like, oh, so that's what you meant. Senior year has gone by so fast. People say that it's going to be like the fastest year out of all four years of high school. And I kind of half believe that because as I started getting into like my sophomore and junior year, I was like, mm, okay, it's going a little bit faster. But then senior year, I'm literally like, I was just, I, I just started school. I'm almost graduated now. And then people are like, oh, you have like four months till you graduate. And I'm like, cool. I put in my cap and gown order. So we're good to go. So it is exciting just knowing the fact that I'm kind of moving into that next stage of life and everything and that, you know, it's finally here. But there is a lot of planning to do, especially with being on, like, Student Council and National Honor Society. I'm like, all right. I did plan graduation last year, so it was a pretty cool experience, though, because I got to see kind of, like, what it was like before I was actually there. Again, getting your feet wet a little bit, I guess you could say. And I don't know. It was a cool experience. I got to be one of the head ushers, and I got to lead the class, and I got to, you know, hear everything that they do. I actually sang the National Anthem last year at graduation which again was pretty cool. Uh, But this year, actually being the graduating class, I'm like, okay, different role this year. You're not leading the graduation as far as, you know, like making sure where everybody needs to go, you're actually receiving a diploma this year. So I'm looking forward to it. May is going to come by so fast. People are just continuously bringing that up to me that, you know, May is going to be here before you know it. And I'm like, I know, I know. (laughs) I've... I see that now because, like I said, it was just August, and then now it's not. It's January. So if you're a senior, congratulations on graduating. And if you're a junior, get ready because it's going to go really fast. But, of course, like I said, it's very fun and just the fact that I've been involved so much with school and everything that I've truly enjoyed my four years of high school. So I feel like it's coming to a good close. I definitely don't have any regrets in high school. I've literally done everything that I possibly could and can handle, literally. Like, I've done (laughs) cheer, National Honor Society, Student Council. And then one of the things I'm going to tell you about, too, kind of reflecting on the new year again, too, is, you know, finishing college classes and doing that in high school. And that was very interesting. I think that's a good word because it wasn't necessarily the most challenging thing that I've ever done in my entire life was doing college classes on top of, like, high school and everything that I'm doing. But it definitely opened my eyes to see, like, that's there's a lot of work involved with this like my head was literally in a book every single day like I'm pretty sure everybody was like where's Maddie oh she's writing another essay go figure I was like literally always doing that if I wasn't talking to somebody at school about you know student council or whatever it was I was either cheering or again putting my head in a book and on the computer writing an essay because I was constantly writing essays I felt like every single day 
which I like writing, so it wasn't that bad. Again, why I'm going into journalism, because I like writing. So you see things that stick. (laughs) But definitely it's, I don't know, it's been a good journey, I'd have to say, because I'd always worked very hard in school and I always had like a goal. So the fact that I'm actually like one step closer to reaching my goal, it's a very nice feeling because, like I said, other times were more challenging than others. There were times during my college classes, and to be honest, in the beginning, when I first started it, because people were like, oh, how many college classes are you taking? Even my family. And I was like, oh, I'm going to take 12 credits, which is just four classes. And when I say just four classes, it's like, oh, just four classes. That's actually a lot. I mean, that's considered a full-time college student. And I kind of just took that on because I was like, no big deal. I can handle it. And I was like, yeah, no big deal. Okay. And so I did that. And I mean, like I said, wasn't the most challenging thing that I've ever done. But in the beginning, I was like, what did I do? Why did I do this to myself? And it was just kind of like one of those moments where I was like, oh, God, is this really worth it? But it is worth it, though. Like I told you, it's a long haul, but it is worth it in the end. That's what I've said always about like high school, too. I mean, there are multiple finals where I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to fail this final actually didn't fail the final. You just have to, again, talk yourself up. I'm one of those people, too. I, like, worst situation possible. I'm like, I failed the final. I failed it, which is people are like, are you serious right now? Seriously, you failed the final. And I'm like, yeah, I think I failed the final. It's just a thing that you have. You're just, like, downgrading your ability. So I'm like, okay, we're good. I did good in my classes. So I was happy. But, again, you're going to get into moments, but don't be scared about it when people are like, that's a lot of work. And you're like, I know. I know. It's a lot of work. And you just get a little bit overwhelmed. And then you're like, again, questioning yourself, is this really worth it? And I'm telling you, it really is. And I know you're going to be frustrated in the beginning if you're doing exactly what I'm doing. But it's doable. It's just time management. That's all it is, really. And, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I have a hard time with time management because I'm a normal human being, and it's just one of those things that we run into. It's not the easiest thing to do. People who have great time management skills, I commend you because you have, like, this schedule and everything, and as much as I try to do a schedule, it doesn't always work out like that because there are things called unexpected events, and they just happen, and that's kind of one of the things. That's literally my life is an unexpected event. Like, I just don't know what's happening all the time, but I kind of have an idea of it. That's a new one. I never thought about that, but <laughs> it really is. I I can plan as much as I'd want to. Like, I have a calendar and everything. I try to put everything in there. But before I know it, it's like things are throwing left and right, and I'm like, okay, so this is this this event is moved down, and this photo shoot is canceled, and then I have to switch this time, and then I have, like, you know, 50 homework assignments to do. So time management. It's, again, like I said, doable, but you just have to find what works for you. Not everybody is going to have as hectic as a schedule that I have, but then I also know that some people may have the same, but maybe not, like, content-wise, like, they're not doing the same thing as me, but they have just as hectic of a schedule. And, again, it's just going back to that and making sure what works for you. So that is my piece of advice. You didn't know we were doing advice until now, huh? Because I just swung a whole bunch of advice at you. But it's good, though, because, again, we're reflecting and, you know, looking back at some of our accomplishments. And I'm just so excited that I get to share this with you guys. But we will talk more about this when we come back from the break. But it is that time. So keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. a responsible person and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet but are you doing enough we've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green mario jr is the host of alive and green the show is all about green tips staying environmentally friendly and having fun while doing something great for our mother earth you'll want to check out the show tuesdays at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time on the voice america kids channel if we all do our part now it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. 
Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs in general. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Bang Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. So we were just talking about being accepted into ASU and some of the college classes that I was finishing and my experience of graduating and how I feel about that. It's kind of like a little rant session, I know, because I was, you know, just kind of expressing to you my feelings, but then also at the same time giving you a little piece of advice. So I hope that was helpful. And... It is just very in a very exciting time and one of those things, like I said, and I will emphasize, that it's just you can't take those moments for granted because you definitely worked for it and that's kind of how I feel with the whole like academic thing. People always wonder like why do you work so hard for your academics and it's because again, like I had said like probably about 20 times in the last segment because it's worth it in the end and you just kind of have to, to see that and that's one of the things that I'm also going to talk to you about today on the show is about goal setting and how important I feel that that is because I learned very young that like life is all about goal setting and if you have a goal in mind or a dream then you have to like goal set like there are certain points that you have to reach before you get there and it's not always easy I mean it's kind of one of those things it's like the entertainment industry for example take for example that I mean there are overnight sensations again unexpected events that happen but nine times out of ten what happens is that those people have to work for so long to get where they want to be and that's really true for anybody, not just in the entertainment industry, but in careers, in school. I know for a fact, like, to be honest with you, I didn't really realize that I was, like, academically driven as much until, like, I want to say fourth grade, which is actually pretty good. I mean, before getting into middle school, that's important and everything. But, I mean, I had started noticing in, like, second and third grade, fourth grade that I was, like, my parents knew that like, I was always independent, like I always wanted to do my own work. I didn't want anybody to help me with my projects. So I was like, yes, I can do everything myself. You know, I was one of those kids. And even though I needed help sometimes using a hot glue gun or whatnot, because I was a young person. <laughs> and so it's just, again, looking back at that and saying that, you know, you're working towards a goal. So once I set that goal of you know, I wanted to be high school valedictorian or I wanted to be junior high valedictorian, even though at the time I didn't know existed. And I ended up getting that, which, again, was kind of one of those motivational pieces. Like I said, it's just things that happen and they kind of drive you to do better. And again, it was just one of those things. I was like always looking towards that end goal. It was like always the light at the end of the tunnel. And that's how I always feel about anything that I ever do. It's just like, okay, I want to be accepted into ASU. Okay, goal's done. What do you have to do to reach that goal? Well, in order for me to reach that goal, I have to take the ACT and SAT, which I did take multiple times, which I'm not afraid to say that because some people are always think that like, oh, you're just born smart. And as much as I'd like to think that I was born smart or other people in the world are born smart, people work so hard to do well on exams, do well on homework assignments. They put time, they lose sleeps. I'm one of those people where I'm like, mm, I think I can just take coffee. Like, I'll, I'm okay. I don't need sleep. I'll just take coffee. It, it's the same, right? Like, you know. So again, it's just that thing that you always have to keep in the back of your head is that it's always going to be worth it, that, you know, you're working towards something bigger and better than what you see. Because, again, I know it can be frustrating. It's always like, oh, my gosh, this is so difficult. Like, I just want to quit. But then if you quit, you know, that's not you're not going to help yourself at all. And that's always something that I have to remind myself. I'm like, all right, you can do this. You know, you can take this homework assignment. It's only going to take you three hours, but you can do it. It's three hours. And so, again, it's just talking yourself up. Like, I just feel so strongly about that, that it's just, you know, it's one hurdle after another, literally. And so after, you know, like I said, it's like getting accepted in ASU. After that ACT and SAT, I'm like, okay, we're done with this. So what do I do next? Oh, I have to fill out the application. Okay, great. Got to get a transcript. Awesome. Submit it. Fee. Done. And then you just wait. 
for that. I mean, you, it's not always that easy for some things, but you know what I'm saying. I'm talking about a common thing that people are experiencing right now, which is trying to get into college, which I know it's an ex- exciting time because on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the social media sites, you name it, like it's really blowing up with like college acceptance letters. So the fact that I got mine, I was like, yes, I can join the club. <laughs> so it was, it was a pretty exciting feeling for myself, I have to say, and a big milestone. And so now again, just talking about more of what I've accomplished and kind of why I'm so excited to share it with you guys because I've had so much help with this and I've talked about this in great lengths on my show but I also want to reflect on it because this is a big part about my year and it came a little bit more in the end of the year too is the fact that I was able to compete in my first Miss Local Pageant and for those of you who are just hearing this story for the first time. I was originally Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen in 2013, and that was my first venture into getting into the Miss America organization. And Miss America organization is known for being the largest provider of scholarships for young women in America. And not only that, but they're known for their talent competition because that is a part of the competition itself. And then also we work very closely with different organizations because we're service-based and our national organization is the Children's Miracle Network. And so... I got to do my first Miss Local pageant because I finally reached of age and I was eligible to. And so I did the very first local pageant that there was, and that was in October. And I was excited to do this. Again, like I said, it was just kind of one of those things I had put in mind. I was like, all right, this is your goal. So this is what you need to do to reach that goal. And I just you know, prepared and did what I could. And like I said, it was challenging to prepare because I was doing, you know, all this stuff in high school and I was doing full-time college classes. I was volunteering, you name it, and radio shows, like working, modeling jobs. (laughs) I was all over the place. Like I had such a crammed schedule. But like I said, I had that end goal in mind and it was so, so worth it. And I couldn't have been happier with it. I mean, I was very honored to take the title of Miss North Phoenix and the fact too that I was able to just accomplish, you know, one of those things I'd always tell myself is that, you know, one day you'll have the opportunity to go to Miss Arizona and quite possibly Miss America. And so, like I said, it's always starting from that that first step and I had to take that first step. And it was again, like I said, a, a kind of scary step at first because it can be a lot. I mean, as a miss going from teen to miss, it is a different transition, but I just felt like I was ready for it and I was excited about it. And that's one of those things, like as long as you're excited and motivated and determined about it and you put your head to it, you can truly accomplish anything. And I know that sounds cliche to people like, oh, we hear that all the time, but I feel like I'm a living testimony to that is that when you want to do something, as long as you're putting the time and effort into it and your heart is there, you can truly do anything that you set your mind to. And I've learned that a lot this year, too, is that I can actually handle a lot more than I think. Again, it's just talking yourself up. I mean, there are times when I thought, like, you know, I'm not good enough to do this. I'm not, you know, capable of doing this. But if you tell yourself that you can do it and you're willing to, you know, work for it and strive for it, you can get there one way or another. I guarantee you, you can get there. Like I said, it's not always the easiest road, but it's doable. And if you like to do it and you love to do it, it's worth it. It truly is. And so I'm so excited to be going to Miss Arizona this June. It is going to be in June, so it'll be during the summer, but that's actually really exciting because it just ended perfectly, you know, like graduations in May, Miss Arizona's in June. Just there's a whole exciting lineup of different things that I'm looking forward to. And so Miss Arizona, it's just, like I said, the preliminary to Miss America. And there are 52 states, including the Virgin Islands and D.C., and they go to Miss America and they compete. And as you know, that right now our current Miss America is Betty Cantrell. And so just being able to watch her and her journey, again, just inspires me to do such a great job. And I've always told people that, 
you know, the Miss America organization is so wonderful because of their values. And I just feel so strongly about that. They have four points of the crown. You'll see that every single crown has four points. And the four points stand for style, service, scholarship, and success. And one of the things that reign true to me more so is that, you know, those two points, scholarship and service, is because scholarship is such a big thing for me. And I've, again, like I just said multiple times is that, you know, I've always been so academically driven and it was always because I knew that I was going to have to put myself through college and scholarships were the way to go. And honestly, that's the answer for a lot of people is scholarships, 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 scholarships and financial aid, which we're currently going through right now and filing. (laughs) So I feel your pain on that if you're going through that. But it's just, again, you know, you, you put yourself through this and you do all of this work because you want to do well and you want to be successful. And so that's one of the things is just scholarship such a big thing. And the fact that they know how important a greater education is for a young woman or a person in general is just so nice because they know that they are doing bigger and better things and they want to do something good for their community, for their state, you know, you whatever it is that you're going to do, you're doing a public service. And that's really great. And as far as like the service aspect goes of things, I've always been so driven and motivated to help my community and do what I can for that. Not just because, you know, I want to and it looks good, but it's not about that. It's truly that it's it's such a rewarding feeling for me that I can work with my community, work with organizations in the state, work with local organizations and help that greater cause because not everybody has the opportunity to do that. And there are people out there that need a helping hand or they just need somebody to, you know, see eye to eye with them and see their vision. And I want to be that person, you know, to help them and help them watch their organization succeed and just to know in the end that you helped not only one person, but the difference that you made was entirely a huge, huge, huge impact. And so I am so, so honored and blessed to be in the Miss America organization. And I'm so excited for Miss Arizona. So don't worry, I'll keep you up to date on all things Miss Arizona related, you name it. If you go to my Instagram, my Instagram is Miss North Phoenix AZ. You can follow what I'm up to as far as like events go. And of course, I'm sure you'll see some preparation once it's going on. And then also my Twitter is Miss North and then PHX AZ. And then you can also like our Facebook page, which is Miss North Phoenix and Glendale Scholarship Pageant. So you can find all of the information on there as far as, you know, what we're up to and what we're working on. And so I hope to see you guys there. But thank you so much for just supporting me and everything that I do. I truly feel so great. I have the best listeners and I have the best support team and I can't express that enough. I try to take every opportunity that I can on social media to express that to you guys because I never want you to feel like I'm ever ungrateful because I am so, so grateful and I'm so blessed to live the life that I do and have all these opportunities and have so many amazing people surrounding me. So thank you for that. And with that being said, that's the end of the segment. So I'll see you guys right after. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. 
Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. And so we're still continuing with our Happy New Year segment. And so just talking about Miss Arizona and everything, like I said, I'm just on cloud nine with that. I am just so, so happy to have the opportunity to go there and to compete. And just it, it's truly something that I love to do. It just gives me such a rush. And, I mean, I love the feeling of being on stage. Everybody says, like, you know, your adrenaline's pumping when you're on stage. That is definitely me. I mean, I st- I'm a normal person again. I get butterflies before I go on stage. But when I'm on stage, it's like... Different feeling, different feeling, like than anything could ever give me. It's definitely an excitement. And I, I just enjoy doing it. And like I said, that's just always something that you, you want to keep in mind is that you want to love to do it. You don't want to ever force yourself to do. And so with the next thing that I'm going to be talking about is just more piece of pieces of advice and things that I've learned throughout the years and through the new year and, you know, things that I want to take to heart as well and just always remember. And that's to do you. And I know so many people are like, I've heard that before. Well, it's so true, though. Like, you have to stay grounded with what you want to do and who you are because ultimately at the end of the day the only person that can write out what their life is going to be like is you so you make the ultimate decision as far as you know where you see yourself and where you want to be and how much time and effort you want to put into that to get there because again it's always about that end goal that end result and it takes time and so at the end of the day you just have to again look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know, am I doing what I want to do? Because that's so important. I mean, I've heard so many stories of people doing jobs where they just don't feel like they actually fit in, or maybe they don't want to be doing that job. They feel forced to do that job. And to those people, they feel like they're always working, 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 working. But for people who are doing something that they love, they never work a day in their life. And I've said this probably about like 10 times or more on my show, and I've had other guests say it too. And so it's just, always been a great reminder in my life to, you know, always do something that you're passionate about. You never have to be forced to do something that you're not passionate about. It's just like me, for example, doing karate right now, and I don't think that I can do karate or I'm just not motivated to do karate at this given moment in time. It's probably not going to benefit me that much. Whereas, you know, I'm passionate about singing, so maybe I should do that and I can do well in that because that's my craft and, you know, that's what I'm passionate about and I know for a fact that I can do and I have goals associated with that skill. And so those are just, you know, examples of that ultimately. And my next piece of advice too is that be patient because I know, like I said, it can always get be frustrating at times and you can just feel like, I'm the only one in this situation or, you know, I have no help or guidance, but that's not true. I mean, there are people out there like your family and friends and loved ones that are willing to help you. And I've just seen that so, so much this year is that when I needed a helping hand or, you know, I needed help with preparations or whatever the case may be, just even somebody to talk to and get their opinion on like, oh, I have this idea to do something. Um, What do you think about this? And, you know, they're just there to help you. And that's one thing that I've learned, not just through this year, is that, you know, even more so, because I've learned that in previous years, too, that people are willing to help you. But my entire life, I mean, when I was much younger, and I know this is like spanning back, like really far, not that far for some people, they're like, oh my gosh, so far. But in elementary school, I was always scared to ask for help. Always scared to ask for help. Like I was like, I can do it myself. It's fine. But that's not you know, something that you need to do, though. You don't have to feel like you're the only one that can answer the questions because you don't have all the answers. And I mean, that's just something, too, that we come and see eye to eye with is that we don't always have all the answers in life. And that's okay because we're not an encyclopedia and we don't know, you know, when things are going to happen all the time. We're normal human beings. But at the end of the day, as long as you're sticking to who you are and what you want to do and where you see yourself at, you're doing yourself a favor because... Again, you're just sticking to who you are, 
who you are and who you want to become. And then that makes a difference in the end because you'll have no regrets as far as, you know, like, oh, I could have done this. I should have done this. I could have been a lawyer instead of doing this. Well, if you're really passionate about being a lawyer, then you should definitely pursue it. Just things like that. You're going to have to put it into perspective. And my third piece of advice is that Definitely be dedicated and committed and willing to put in the time and effort into things. And this kind of goes along with being patient because, like I said, not everything can happen just in a short period of time. Sometimes it takes a little while to get there, and that's okay. But as far as what I mean by staying committed and determined is that when you put your mind to something, follow it through. Don't quit because, like I said, it's not going to be doing you a favor or anything of that matter. It's just going to kind of stop you from where you want to get to, and it's just not going to be good if you just stop because at the end of the day, you're going to – that's, again, like what I'm talking about is you'll have regrets if you just stop and you're like, oh, I can't do this. I'm sure you can get there one way or another, so just always follow it through. Stay committed to it, and I promise you it will turn out in the end. And so now the next thing that I'm going to be talking about is social media. So – if you guys are curious to follow me on social media, you can follow my personal accounts as well. My Instagram is at the Maddie Rose. That's M-A-D-D-I-E-R-O-S-E. And my Twitter is the same thing, the Maddie Rose. And then on Facebook, it's Maddie Rose, and it's that little page on there. So you can see what I'm up to date and what I'm doing. But I have to say overall, collectively, when I put things into perspective, it's just been such an amazing year. And I'm so looking forward, like I said, to 2016 and everything that the year will bring. It's just it's nice to come into a year just feeling refreshed and excited about what you're doing. And I hope everybody has that feeling as well, because it's nice to not only have goals, but to just feel good and accomplished and proud of yourself. You, it's always nice to feel proud of yourself. And that's kind of one, one of those things that I've seen this year. I was like, wow, you know what? I've actually accomplished some of my goals and I'm, I'm getting there. I may not be all the way there yet. Like I said, the college classes, I have another semester of college classes, which I'm so looking forward to. But at the same time, again, I understand it can be nerve wracking. And um, Leading up to graduation, leading up to Miss Arizona, like I am just excited and anxious and just so dedicated and motivated to that. And it's it's nice that I have so many good things to look forward to in 2016. And now I guess we can talk about New Year's resolutions then. And this is a big topic for so many people because, you know, you've always heard that at the beginning of the year. They're like, all right, what's your New Year's resolution? And so you're like, my New Year's resolution is blah, blah, blah. And you don't follow through on it. And so, I mean, I've been one in the past to do that as well. I mean, it's not always easy to follow through on New Year's resolutions. But again, I think it's it's nice when you can write it down on paper or, you know, put it into place. It's nice to have goals again. And even if you don't accomplish it right away, it's it's doable and you can get there. But as far as New Year's resolutions go... I wanted to share with you some of the common ones that I've seen and some of the common New Year's resolutions that I've seen, which I'll tell you if those are a part of my New Year's resolution list, and that is to eat healthy and work out. This is definitely one of my New Year's resolutions because I, I just feel like, like I said, we're all human and we all like a good hamburger once in a while or pizza or chicken wings or whatever your happy food is. I guess you can say comfort food. It's a better word, comfort food. But at the end of the day, you're just like, all right, what should we do? And and that is to eat healthy. And so that's kind of where I'm feeling right now, too, is that, you know, I've had my fill of good food through the holidays, and they were definitely really great. I mean, I started getting off a little bit of track in Thanksgiving because, of course, who can resist Thanksgiving dinner? And then when Christmas came, I was like, all right, you know, Christmas dinner, then New Year. It's like, all right, New Year's food. So that's one of the things that I've been seeing, though, is the fact that there is eating healthy is one of the biggest things and working out and sticking to that routine and sticking to that regimen because it's, again, associated with time management and it's just 
not easy. It's not easy. What can I say? And also, those are that's actually another one of the common New Year's resolutions that I've also seen is that time management, better manage my time. Um, what can I do and make more of my time productive? Like, what can I do better? What should I take out? You know, should I take less time to be doing this when I can be doing, you know, another homework assignment? Or maybe I should rearrange my schedule so that way, you know, I'm practicing during this time and, you know, doing homework during this time and going to school this time. Or maybe I should give up this because it's not as important. You know, like, it just depends on what you want to do and, you know, do what you can handle. That's always a big thing that I've also learned, too, is that just don't overwhelm yourself if you don't have to. Surround yourself with good people, positive vibes, and do what you love to do. And only can do as much as you can handle and get to where you need to be in a reasonable time frame because we do have to be patient with everything. And another one of the common New Year's resolutions that I've also seen is to spend more time with family and friends. And I think this is a great... New Year's resolution as well, just because of the fact that you always want to surround yourself, like I said, with positive people. But then at the same time, too, you can never take for granted the time that you have with your family and friends, because sometimes you're not always going to be available to spend as much time with them, or maybe, you know, you're separated depending on where you are. Like some college students, they are going to different states to go to college, and uh, maybe they're doing like a study over abroad. And those are just some examples of that, you know, you're not always going to be with your family all the time. But when you do have time to spend with your family and friends, definitely take the opportunity to do that because they're your support system. They're there to make you better. And they definitely have your back when you feel like nobody does. And so those are just a few of the New Year's resolutions that I've kind of seen that are a commonality among many people. And I'd have to say that those are really great New Year's resolutions. And I'm jumping on board with New Year's resolutions. And I'll tell you a little bit more about some of my New Year's resolutions in the next segment. But until then, keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, the Kids First film critics, preview all the latest movies before they're released, interview stars on the red carpet, and share their reviews with you so you can make informed decisions about what you select to see. Our reporters, ages 7 to 16, will bring you a kid's perspective on these films. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Looking for a great sports show from a kid's point of view? Look no further than Speaking of Sports. We've got the stats, scores, and inside news on what's happening all over the sports world. It's all hard-hitting, can't-miss action from your point of view. You'll hear different perspectives, opinions, and predictions from the fans and experts. Tune in to Speaking of Sports every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Miss just one minute of this show and you've missed out. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. So we were just talking about New Year's resolutions. I know, exciting stuff. New Year's resolutions. Who doesn't have them? Or who does have them? (laughs) Better question. And so New Year's resolutions, like I said, are just one of those things that we come into every year and they're like, should we set them or should we not? And I think that it's important too because you always want to have that end goal in mind, like I was saying in the last segment. And 
that's just an important thing to have because you can look forward to it. It's nice to look back at your New Year's resolutions, I guess, at the end of the year, too, to reflect and just say, you know, what did I accomplish? What did I not accomplish? What do I want to accomplish ultimately? And what can I do better? And so, like I said, one of them is eating healthy and working out and staying on that regimen. I just feel so, so, so good when I eat healthy and I work out and I just feel like I have more energy, my head's clearer, and I don't feel as, like, worn out because I can tell you when I eat a lot of junk food or I'm just not feeling it and I just feel like I'm just eating it to eat it, then I'm just like, ugh, this is not a good choice. (laughs) My body feels the same way too. And so if you can do something about meal planning or meal prepping, that's always a nice way to start out with it. Like I always said, it's always about the transition. And I found out that that's actually the best way for me to get back into a healthy lifestyle regimen is to transition, you know, start changing out some of your meals, uh, but let yourself have a cheat meal or, you know, just change out a few things to make it healthier, like low fat this or maybe Greek yogurt instead of the regular stuff that you're eating, like yogurt or something. And so just starting out with little things like that will truly make the difference and you'll start seeing more and more that it's not so hard to stick to something. Usually people will say like, oh, once I'm on it for a week or two, I can basically stick to it for the rest of, you know, whatever the time frame that is that I'm giving to myself or just to stick to it on a regular basis. And so those are just nice little ways to to kind of do that and so that that's where I'll be at probably in the next few weeks or in the next week. We'll see what happens. But I'm excited and looking forward to that because I, I love the challenge of working out and eating healthy and everything too just because it challenges me to stay on track. And even though I want that piece of pizza sometimes so, so bad or that cookie because I get it, I have those cravings too. I'm one of those people. I like my junk food now and then. Uh, it's There is a healthier alternative and we can do much better with that. And then another one is to just be confident in yourself. Just be confident in yourself. And that's kind of one of my New Year's resolutions too is to never give yourself self-doubt. And in any time that I do give myself self-doubt, I just have to go back and relook at, you know, the bigger picture and just know why I'm doing this and know that it's worth it. Another one of my New Year's resolutions, my third one, is to do better with time management and to actually try and stick to a schedule. And the same thing goes for, like, studying and everything, too. I'm one of those people who can get very caught up with, you know, like, okay, we're going to do this on time and this on time. And then it takes me, like, ten times longer than I originally imagined, which I'm like – oh my gosh, this wasn't supposed to take this long. And then I have, you know, like five other homework assignments to do. And so I know it's easy to procrastinate. It really is easy to procrastinate or to put things off. But I'm going to really challenge myself this year to stick to a schedule and just see how well I can do on a schedule and see if I do well with, you know, maybe doing it like I'm giving this much time to myself, like hour by hour type deal. Or if maybe I should just give myself a to-do list every day. I'm going to try out different things and see what happens. But I'm excited to see what works because just, again, like knowing that you have goals in mind and kind of putting them on paper kind of gives you a little better feel and overview as to what you need to accomplish in that day and instead of writing out what you have to accomplish in the whole month. And that's something that I kind of scared myself with a little bit too in the beginning with my college classes because I printed out the entire calendar of like the four classes and all the assignments done, which I do recommend you to do because it's nice to know when your assignments are due. But I kind of looked at it almost as if it was like a to-do list and I was like, oh my gosh, there's like hundreds of homework assignments on here. But it really wasn't that bad, to be honest. It was just, again managing your time and making sure that I was doing, you know, the priority things there and now, like, okay, I need to do these two homework assignments. I don't have to worry about, you know, the other hundred until later on. And so time management is definitely going to be one of those things that I am going to pursue. And then another one of my New Year's resolutions is to just work on your craft and whatever that may be whether it's radio or singing or, you know, writing, just work on it some more and see where it can take you. Um, I always say that if you can just put a little bit of time into it every single day, then 
you're doing yourself again a favor because you're just kind of working it up and that's it goes not just for like singing and writing or whatever the case may be but anything really is that if you can just put a little bit of time into it every day whether it's like for example cheerleaders or gymnasts they always have to stretch every single day well for singers we have to stretch our voice every day so we have to do vocal warm-ups or for writing, maybe you're trying to work on something, so I'm going to write one page every single day, and that will contribute to the piece that I'm doing ultimately that I want to complete, or, you know, to just kind of be on track with that. And so I will definitely be working on my craft, and I'm excited to see where that takes me, and I can't wait to share it with you guys too. Like I said, social media is going to be best friends for all things, you know, Miss North Phoenix, Maddie Rose life in general and that's how I keep up with everybody too is social media so please definitely do follow me there if you don't already and I'd love to chat with you guys and that's also I guess my last and final new year's resolution that I can think and bring to mind right now is to make sure to post more often on social media and to some people they're like you do post often yeah but I'd like to post often on like all branches of social media because I know some people don't have like an Instagram or Twitter but they only have Facebook and so I just always want to keep up to date with everybody and make sure that I'm interacting with them because those are my friends those are the people you know my listeners the people that help me on social media and just some of the new connections that I have and it's always nice to you know be very interlocked with them and just to know that you're just intertwined and you're on the same page (laughs) and it's just fun too I mean going on social media that's where I find out a lot of stuff and what's going on with everybody like oh my gosh I can't believe it you know new exciting events and that's usually how it goes but with that being said I hope you guys enjoyed this show today and I hope you guys really took something from it maybe it was a piece of advice or maybe it was something that I said that maybe sparked you into wanting to do something that you haven't tried before and that's a great great thing to do and that's a great new year's resolution if that's something that you want to do is try something new just go for it because like I said you'll figure out very quickly what sticks and what doesn't stick And so if you just put yourself out there and see what you want to do or maybe what you like to do, then you can figure it out for yourself and it'll be firsthand experience. So you'll know right off the bat. And so I hope you guys have a very exciting Happy New Year. So I'm very excited to welcome 2016 and I cannot wait to see what the year will bring. I'm just so excited and blessed again. And I just want to say before we end the segment, a thank you to Voice America to helping me with my shows always because they're always there to make sure that I have this platform and to assure you that I can talk with you guys because I always appreciate it. And just everybody that helps contribute to that, thank you so much. And thank you for everybody who have been a part of my year and who are being a part of my new year. And I will see you guys soon. So hope you guys had a great new year and see you next time. Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.